Hi everyone, this is Birgit O'Connor and welcome to the World of Watercolor Painting podcast. Now the intention is to just keep you painting, inspired, and just have fun. You'll learn tips and techniques and we'll have a few interviews now and then. Now this is an audio-only podcast, but you can always join the conversation or view the entire online meeting through our interactive courses. Now, if you're interested, just go to BeerGetOConnor.com and then join a free mini course or an interactive or non-interactive course. Today, we're going to be discussing some of those creative goals that you set for yourself for 2019 and the steps that you need to take to achieve those dreams. We'll be looking at self-imposed obstacles, your belief system, and anything else that might get in your way. So let's get started and have some fun. So Jenny, where are you coming from? Florida. Okay, so you've got a couple hours on me. You've already had a couple cups of coffee and all that, right? Mm-hmm. So, I've been to exercise class. Oh, you're such a good girl. I thought about <laughs> going for a walk, and then I thought if I did that by the time I came back, you know, it'd be a little late. <laughs> so I didn't do that. So we have Susan that's joining us. Hi, Susan and Marjorie. And Susan, where are you coming from? Um, let's unmute you there. So where are you coming from? North Carolina. Oh, North Carolina. Okay. Are, where in North Carolina? Um, a little town called Moxville. Hmm. Okay. Uh, it's between Statesville and Winston-Salem. Oh, all right. It's um, central North Carolina. Okay. I've been, I've been to Boone quite often. So well, we, had, we have a cabin um, near Boone. Okay. By Blowing Rock or anything? Um. Uh, West Jefferson. Okay. It's beautiful up there. It is beautiful. So, and then, hi, Janet. I see you're joining us. How are you doing? I'm going to unmute you. I made it. Great. Great. I'm so glad. Okay. Yesterday. I'm sorry, what? I said, sorry, I missed yesterday. I was very disappointed I did. Yeah, because it was because the meeting moved up a couple hours. Is that right? Uh, well, it was supposed to be five o'clock here in New York time. Oh, I'm on the east coast. Oh, so. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're here now. So the focus yeah. of um, and I see. Oops, I see Beth is back there in. Her, I see her studio, not her. And hi, Gloria. Nice to see. Oh, look at there she comes in. I like. I'm sorry. What'd you say, Beth? Let's. Have my tea. I know, I know. I just had to get mine too, and I couldn't find my glasses, so I just, you know, just a mess. And then we've got Marjorie from Virginia. How are you doing? Do you have a little bit better reception today? Do you have your tinfoil antenna? Yeah. Well, let's let's give it a try. I can hear <laughs> you. <laughs> well, that's, that's progress. Okay, good. So now. Um, I'd like to try to keep, well, I'll try to keep things open here, the mic open if I can, but then we have the background noises, and if we do, then I'll mute everybody and then um, unmute you as we go along, and we may have more people show up, I don't know, but the thing is, what we wanted to talk about, this is not a demonstration today, that's not the intention, it's going to go for about 30 30 minutes, maybe a little longer, maybe 60, we'll see. But our intention was setting our creative goals for 2019. 
And some uh, people have, uh, we talked to some people yesterday and they had some goals. So that was really wonderful. I don't think, Gloria, you weren't with us then. Let's start by uh, putting in the chat, what are your creative goals? And the reason why I'm doing this is I don't know how many people are going to come in. And then we'll talk to some of the people that uh, didn't come in, uh, that we didn't talk to yesterday. And then we want to talk about getting it started. So uh, our first question is, what was your wildest dream? Or what is? By putting it down in the chat, you're stating it. And that goes for Beth and for Jenny also. And Claire, you were here uh, yesterday. So we want to write it down. And it's so interesting. After yesterday's meeting, I was uh, really... Uh, uh, actually amazed at how different everybody's ideas are and what their goals are and where, what they want to do. So um, we have Beth who wants to go to the Art of the Carolinas. And I think, I do think, I was thinking more about that. And I thought, you know, that would be a great thing. And I love the idea of gathering some people together that maybe want to meet up. That would be pretty special there. So, and Beth, you can unmute yourself if you... Um, I like to do that. Oh my gosh. And then uh, Janet uh, to attend a workshop of mine. Thank you so much. And I'll tell you, I have been on people's bucket lists before, and that's an interesting feeling. <laughs> so, and uh, let's see. Uh, Jenny to participate in art fairs. Yes, we wanted to talk more about that. And Susan to trust yourself and challenge yourself. That is a big deal. Because like one of the things I mentioned yesterday, I was experimenting with some looser painting uh, style. And when you're known for one thing and then switching over to another, it's always a little scary to show it like, oh, gosh, is this OK? But, um, you know, it's to push yourself. So that's what I'm I, I think it's really important. And then, uh, Janet, when when I come to the East Coast, I have been to the East Coast actually quite often, and this year I might not be traveling back there because I have so many ideas I want to implement here, so we'll see. And, and Claire, to be a working artist and work with, yes, to work with your sister, I think, again, that was a very manageable goal because that way... Um, when you're ready, you can go ahead and do that. Now, I'm going to go ahead and let's talk to a couple people that um, were not here yesterday. I'm going to start with Susan. So, Susan, why don't you tell us what is your... Oh, yours was to... Why don't you tell me what it is, to trust yourself. Right. You know, I think I, I, I just feel like I've started on this adventure about three years ago and had never done anything in art at all. And um, it was kind of a fluke that I got into this, but being in the mountains and being close to Cheap Joe's really helped. I took, I've taken workshops there, but um, doing something like this was really out of my comfort zone. Um, and so I just, I'm trying to challenge myself to do things. And I enjoy so much seeing what other people do. And I learn so much watching others. So that's my goal is to put myself out there, go for it and, and try to learn as much as I can from 
all the wonderful artists out there. Mm -hmm. No, I think that's a, a wonderful goal. And also the trusting yourself to feel okay, that it's all right. Not Now, one thing, one thing that has happened that I see in some workshops or that I've heard is that uh, you may have an instructor that'll say it has to be one way. And really, you know, I don't like that. And that's the purpose of what I do. There is no one way because who knows? Maybe you've got that that a technique or style that makes you so different from everybody else and breaking all the rules. In fact, what I thought was interesting yesterday, I got a, an email from somebody who listened to the podcast and she was saying that something in Wet Canvas came up where they were talking about, uh, now Wet Canvas is a, another online platform, if you don't know, and people can communicate and talk. So they were saying that all the shadows need to be soft. They have to have soft edges and you always need to work with the complementary color. I, I don't never pay attention to that. Now that's supposed to be an official rule. There are lots of official rules. I don't pay attention to any of them. And so, so when you go in for a workshop is just take what you want and what you like from it. And it, it doesn't matter how much experience you have. Those little negative things can be back there uh, eating away. So just to be able to let it go, like everything I do is you just you just got to do it you know and not worry about the people that are going to judge you or say things so so you're you're working on having confidence and just going for that now when you're up there you've been to cheap joe's to the workshops have you oh yes oh yeah oh yes have you taken one from joe oh yes isn't he wonderful he's he's amazing he is I, I said that was a week I did not want to end because it was just fun. It was just fun. I think I'm the leader of the cheap uh, of Joe's uh, fan club. You know, he I'm is. Right, I'm right there with you. You know, he's an amazing man. And actually, if anybody has an opportunity to take a workshop from Joe, he is him and Sterling Edwards. They're both wonderful, wonderful men. And they have, uh, they uh, are positive, they reinforce you, and they're just full of jokes all the time. And Joe, he'll just suck you right into something and you're going, really, Joe? Really? And of course, it's got a punchline in there. That's so, right. Yeah. That's exactly right. Well, it's all, go ahead. You know, the first time, the very first time I went in there, when I had just taken just a little three-hour watercolor class, and I went into Joe's and I mean, I honestly knew nothing. And I walked in and I was standing there like a deer and caught in the headlights, you know, just looking around, just like, I don't have a clue. And he comes walking out of the uh, workshop area, comes right up to me and sticks out his hand and says, hi, I'm Joe. And took me around the store and was we spent 45 minutes talking and getting to know one another and he's just become a good friend and just, uh, he is just a marvelous man. So if you see him, say hello from me and give him a great big hug, you know, so. You can't get by Joe without giving him a great big hug. I know. I usually go and uh, for Teresa, Cheap Joe's is in North Carolina, Boone, North Carolina. They also have one down in Charlotte. And yes, I mean, Joe at Cheap Joe's and there is his son, his, his, is his son named Joe too? I can't remember. Joseph. Yeah. 
Yeah. Joseph, right. Yes. And um, But Joe, the original Joe, is he's got tons of stories. And uh, so, uh, Claire, it's like I said, Boone, North Carolina is where you're going to see Joe more than likely. And I think they just opened up a workshop or a, 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 cl- a store. store in Asheville, too. Yes. Yeah. So they're wonderful. Let's see. Okay. And they have the workshops at Cheap Joe's in Boone. They have a wonderful setup up there. I usually go there every other year, but I don't have anything scheduled right now just because I really wanted to um, build my online uh, you know, because what I realize is if I'm traveling too much, I, I just don't have, I'm recycling a lot. I'm not creating new things. So that's what I'm doing. So that, okay. Anyway, that's, that's enough of my fan club right now. <laughs> and let's see, Janet. Okay. Let's ask you what, now I'm going to unmute you. And what are your creative goals? Uh, well, I let too much stuff get in my way which is a big problem. So my goal is to do something. I don't care if it's the splatter, to paint, to draw, whatever, every day. Even if it's just for a half hour, get up there and do it. Um, I'm my own worst enemy. I look at something and go, oh my gosh, that's just terrible. I'll send it to my daughters. They go, oh my God, it's beautiful. And I don't know. I just have a hard time getting past that so it kind of hinders me from mm-hmm. going up and just doing it <laughs> i need to get everything else out of my way well so how about if well you i'm sure you already know this what about if you give yourself a specific time that you show up and if you want to like even if it's not every day and if it's maybe just um one or two days a week or three days a week whatever and um, like I used to start at a certain time in the morning and paint till my kids came home and it would be every day that I would do that. Uh, I haven't right. done that for a long time, but, um, so give yourself, I, I have no excuses. I'm retired. Mm-hmm. I have a house cleaner. All I have to do really is to get myself ready for the day. And, um, if I don't have a doctor's appointment, which usually is in the morning, but you mm-hmm. know, I have the rest of the day. All I have to do is get my husband's dinner. So you just need to be accountable. And that's, and that's why the live meeting. So I really want you now you're in the atmospheric landscape course, right? Is that the one that you just signed up for? All right. And then you missed yesterday's and that's okay. You know, to just look at the other ones. I want you to put it on your calendar. Uh, did you just join that atmospheric landscape course? Is that why, or were you? before it started okay so what i'm curious about if you're self-sabotaging here and what i want you to do is put it uh, and you do get uh, most of the time i will send emails out if i'm really crunched i can't but you can always find the meeting link in the on the class board um i already told you all that and i think in the yeah. class so you can always find that but i think you're sabotaging yourself and i think what you really need to do is be accountable and what happens for myself no different than anybody else i feel like a squirrel going around in circles for a long time before i'm ready to jump on or jump off maybe yeah <laughs> because i guess you're going to be going around in circles and um yeah and when you said like about 
with the uh, painting that I just did with this looser style painting, I thought, I don't know if I really want to show it to anybody. Do I want to put it on Facebook? I don't know. I didn't put it on Facebook. I'm not ready to share it. I will only have shared it with a few people. And it's really different. And um, and it's okay. You know, it's just okay to do those things. Yeah, Janet? And I think that's why, you know, I do everything within the, within the course, and, but I don't share it. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess it's I'm always afraid of criticism. Not that you would criticize, you would you would help me critique, mm-hmm. and then I understand that. But it's just what's everybody else thinking? Like, oh, you know, is it good? Is it bad? Is it you know? And I don't know. I just have that thing about. Me. Well, you're not alone. You're not alone, and I'm really listening to what you're saying here because. Um, it's it's a couple things so when when we have our meetings what i want to do is see your work and it's not so much trying to uh you know i want to because i can see the amount of pressure you're applying to the stroke how much water you're using it's not so much whether that's why we're all doing the same thing in those particular courses it's not oh my gosh this needs to be exactly like the demonstration i did what i want to see is because I can see it in your painting, you know, your water to color blending that, like I said, that pressure, what kind of brush you're using. I can, I can tell, I can tell your paper and why you're not successful. It could be the type of paper that you're doing, using. It could be that you're using the student grade paper and thinking that we can get away with things, but then sometimes we can't, you know? So, but I totally understand that. And so that's another thing is, you know, when, when, for me, I can't speak for everybody, but for me, um, I want it to be like what you do, okay? So, like, I'm striving to have my paintings a lot like yours. But, but again, you know, everybody writes, and you have a basic idea of what script is supposed to be like. You, you, get ta- you got taught that in school. Well, my age, I got taught that in school. But everybody takes on, nobody's handwriting is the same, but you have the same basic idea. And mm-hmm. that's the same way with art. And I have to keep telling myself that. Well, you if, know, if this helps. Interpretation, mm-hmm. how I do it. Well, when I know? first started, because I think this might help you. When I first started, I had an idea in my head how I wanted my work to look like, you know. And then I would, and then we all learn well, I, I, I don't want to say all, but I assume we all learn by imitation. That's how I feel we do, right? We break things down and try to figure out how that artist did that. And then uh, trying to find your own unique style comes a little later, but it's understanding the techniques and how to break that down. Now, I was, I was just like you, you know, just like I think we are all just like you at some point. And what I was trying to do is have my work be like somebody else's. And I thought, why can't my, why is my work so hard and heavy and strong and look animated to me? You know, why doesn't it have that soft, pretty, nice look to it? So, you know, because what we're bringing into it is not only technique, but personality and whatever's happening to us during that period of time. Like, in fact, I used to make a, a semi-journal and I would write down the uh, 
painting choices or the compositions that I was choosing at the time, the colors I was using, the music I was listening to, and what was going on in my life. Because I would have some things that would be really my intention would be light and pretty and then like my mother-in-law would come over and then everything would change <laughs> it would go dark and so you know the people your influences will affect your painting and i never wanted to show my work you know i just well i don't in some ways i wanted because i i had only a high school education and the only thing i felt i was any good at was art was painting and I thought, um, well, I'll do some outdoor festivals. And then with the outdoor festivals, I started with little birds, little things. And, you know, it just, it just kind of, you have to get out of your own way. And, you know, I just know where you're coming from. And yeah, yeah. I finally got brave and put one of my paintings on a Christmas card this year. Good start. Yeah. yeah. But you know what? Just loved it. This is a safe place for you to share your work. Yes. So, because, you know, not everybody's going, that's what we're here for. We're all here to learn. And I learn from you, and we talk about techniques. And I, I mean, there's lots of things that we find out. So, I'd like you to start um, sharing some of your work if you can. How about your? Your homework is going to be to put the meeting on the calendar for you and to at least post one painting. Choose your best that you feel is your best and let's talk about it, okay? Yep, I promise. Okay, even if it's just that rectangular bar, you know, with moving that water and color around, let's look at that. That keeps it really simple and then I can see, and that has no subject matter in there, you know, or the rainstorm, something like that, okay? Yep. I lost you. I can't, I can't find you. Where did I go? Am, am I gone? Well, you're on. I hear you, but I, I don't, I see the other people, but you're gone. <laughs> Oops. Am I here? I there I am. I think. Can you see me? Okay. All right. So we're going to, I'll just let you kind of fool around with that for a little bit. There you go. Okay, so let's continue on. So Teresa, now did we didn't talk to you yesterday, right? right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. My goals are: um, I want to be I want to be a distinguished artist in my area and um, known for that and and accomplished. And um, uh, so <laughs> so you know that that's the wild dream. You know, I just want to, I want to interject here and absolutely congratulate you for saying that out loud, because that can be a scary thing to say. Did you feel a little nervous saying that? Oh, it's ridiculous. I know, I know. <laughs> it's absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> well, congratulations. I love it. I love it. I just know how scary it is to say that because I had to do the same thing years ago. And so you're saying out there to the universe that that's what you want to be so you can realize that goal. So how are you going to start? What are you going to do? Or do you belong in organizations? Where are you in your, your idea? Well, um, where I live, um, there is an art association. I haven't connected with them because they're they're really pretty high fluting. Mm -hmm. uh, I live kind of in a resort area in Southern California, mm -hmm. and um, 
so I really haven't connected with uh, the local group, but there's a group, uh, I live in the mountains, so I, but I can drive down the hill and I drive down to an area where my sister-in-law lives. And um, we, uh, I have attended some art sessions uh, with an, a local artist in that area. And I feel just a little more comfortable there. Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> it's just, it's is not that- quite so. Is it uh, because like uh, there's differences in uh, watercolor organizations and art organizations? It seems like art, just general art organizations, seem to be a little more accepting. And then uh, does that yeah. does that yeah. make sense? I know that I yeah. feel like I'm saying some terrible, terrible thing here, but I think when when uh, some art watercolor societies can have little niches, so. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I feel that that's where, where I live. That's kind of what's happening. There's a little niche thing going on, but, but, you know, that's okay. I mean, I'm not like, you know, let, they can do their thing. Um, but I have connected with a, a water, wonderful watercolor painter down in the Ukaipa area. And um, her name is uh, Sharon Rachel. Mm-hmm. And um she's done she's painted for 50 years and has done and seen everything and i just feel like it's a real honor to uh spend time with her um just you know get you know uh, osmosis getting a lot of what she's about although it's not a real severe you know that's why i've joined with you and i joined one other one um at, at another time, uh, because I felt like I was getting a little more uh, specific instruction. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, so, I was looking behind you too, looking at your art. So as we go along in the courses, now what course you you were in the um, exotic orchids course? Are you in any of my other ones, or were you in the exotic orchids? Or are you in the atmospheric landscape? I, I did the um, the magnolia. Okay, so you're in the loose one. Okay. Yeah, and I and I enjoyed that. Although when I signed up, I wasn't able to hang in with the, the classes very much at that time. It just was stuff going on. Okay. Well, we're so. going to start that again pretty soon, and I'll let you know. And so, if you you know, since you have lifetime access, you can come back into yeah. it if you want, because we want to encourage you and build your confidence to get out there. And I just want to say because I can, we I think we all have relatable issues here. And when I first started because I was just like you going into an art organization it was actually a watercolor society and many of them are wonderful but um you know when we're when we're insecure we go in there so I went in there and I thought oh we're all going to connect you know we all have the same kind of goals and uh, I'm going to find some buddies and that isn't what happened and where I live is a very over the hill or the mountain from me it's a very affluent and but there's you know a lot of grounded people around here too so anyway they had their their groups and I couldn't connect with them they were looking down on me because my work wasn't very good I was just starting out at the time and anybody who's joining a group is going to feel that you know and 
And I didn't make friends and I would go back to my studio and I would feel absolutely paralyzed and then I wouldn't paint for days. Or I would see other people's work that was gorgeous and I couldn't paint like that. It wasn't coming out what I had in my mind. So then, like I said, I'd be paralyzed and I thought, you know what, it seems like the best thing for me at that time was to just go to the studio and not try to make those connections. And that's not necessarily what I'm suggesting to you at all, because I think we need that connection but for me I just I, I just we didn't have like this internet kind of group or anything like that so I know how you feel and and there are ways around it so you just keep going with it okay you yeah. just keep going and um you know I again I'm trying to think of ways that we can stay connected like it's like a support group <laughs> Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, then um, I think you have a manageable dream. And so you've stated that out there of what you want. You want to be recognized for what you're doing. And then when what happens, um, sometimes your path may not be exactly like everybody else's. Like, like I remember people telling me, oh, so you're going to be my work was very cute. You know, they said, how cute. That's like death to an artist. And then I thought, they said, you have to decide where you want to be. What do you want to do? What kind of artist do you want to be? Do you want to be a fine artist in galleries? Or do you only want to uh, show in cafes? Because I was showing in cafes. That's how I started. And it was beneath everybody else. But that was my path. And I have developed a very good um, following. You know, so... So I'm trying to tell you my stories so you can see that there, whatever path you're on, be open to it. You know, look for your opportunities that present themselves. Does that sound? Mm-hmm. Does that sound? Okay. That'd be great. Okay. So you just, if you have any things like that, you just let me know. Okay. <laughs> we'll keep you on that path. All right. Okay. And then Gay, how are you doing? That's good. Let me unmute you. There you are. And what is your wildest dream? Um, my wildest dream is to become a successful artist after all these years of <laughs> trying to do art. And as I, I think I told you, uh, not, you know, not putting the time in, just being overwhelmed with all the other stuff I have to do. Mm-hmm. But now I, I quit one of my jobs and I'm, like I'm committed to every morning. Actually, my one of my wildest dreams is to do 40 hours a week of art. I don't know if I can get there right now, but because I still have things piled up at home to do. But I figured I would start, you know, every day doing art. So how so, about if you don't clean your house and I, I'm deciding I don't think I want to even I love cooking. But uh, my husband doesn't seem to appreciate it the way I, I want him. I want my food to be appreciated. So I, I'm thinking, you know what? I don't think I'm going to be doing much cooking anymore. <laughs> yeah. So we need to eliminate your, your, those things. Okay, you want to be a recognized artist. And, in order, and you also have the dream of doing 40 hours a week of painting. Now, for you to be a recognized artist, artist in, I want you to be more specific with that, which we'll do in a second. But um, the 40 hours a week is going to get you there. 
That's what I figure. Yeah. So you need. I, to... I heard somebody say that if you put in forty hours a week after a year, you'll be, you know, accomplished. You'll be able to accomplish what you set out to do. Okay, but then again, I want to be. Um, I want to think about that too because that is somebody else's limitation. On that, I've seen people that have just started out and their work is amazing. So if forty hours seems daunting to you. What can you manageably do? Can you do 10? Can you do five? Um, I'm, I'm shooting for now. I'm shooting for, um, I'd say, f um, 15 hours. Can you do 15 hours? Uh, well, I'm going to do it, and I'm just going to ignore the other stuff. Okay. It's <laughs> piling up around me. Good. All right. Okay. So that's, that's good. So you're, because for myself, giving myself a specific time that I would show up, that's going to help you. And even if you yeah. can only paint two to three hours, do that. Or one, yeah. you know, whatever. Like what we were talking about with Janet. Okay, so that's yeah. where you're going to start. And then when it comes to being a recognized artist, I want you to be more specific. What kind of recognition do you want? Do you want to be alive and recognized? I mean, it may all seem obvious. But I want you to think oh. about that, right? <laughs> because do you want to be alive and recognized? Yeah. Okay, yeah. that was, took you a while to answer that, yeah. but okay. <laughs> All right, so, and then um, is, you want to be recognized now, do you want to be recognized um, for a specific style? Do you want to be recognized for uh, an artist in galleries or an instructor? Do you see what I'm trying to do is get you more specific? Yeah. And you said recognized. I said successful. Oh, successful. Okay. So there we go. What a difference that is because you can be um, recognized and poor. <laughs> you know. <laughs> right. So successful. Yeah. What does successful mean to you? Successful might be that it's uh, painting. Is that your goal to success to 40 hours a week? Is that your range of success? Well, by successful, I mean I'm selling my paintings for thousands of dollars. Okay. Okay. So that's a good goal to get to. And I'm glad you were being more specific with that. Are you selling your work now? No. Okay. No, I mean, I haven't done anything in a couple of years. And I'm at the point where uh, I... Um, I need to develop my drawing skills. That's the most frustrating thing for me because <laughs> I heard somebody else saying, you know, when I'm doing the work, I, I just hear over and over again, that's not right. You know, the portions are not right. I, and I go over and, you know, hear that. And then I take the, the painting home <laughs> and I look at it from a ways back and I say, Hey, that's good. <laughs> mm -hmm. And that was happening every day the, about two years ago when I was doing some watercolors. And, um, but I still, you know, feel like I need to um, develop my skills. Okay, so I want to just talk to you a tiny bit about the limitations on that, too. Because not everybody is a great drawer, and sketching every day is a good thing, but... 
in this day and age, there are a lot of people that are using different tools. And like even the old masters would use the, um, what is it, the camera obscura, something oh, like yeah. that. So to find proportion. So you don't need all the details, but trying to get the proportion is important, hugely important. And the type of uh, sketch you have is really important. Like if I do the looser painting style I need a very minimal um, sketch. Even when I did my right. other florals, I still keep it very minimal. I don't have a lot of detail on there. I just need proportion. So in this day and age, there are lots of tools that you can have. You know, there's the online uh, printing where, or you can go down to your local copy store, get a sketch if you want, or a photograph, go down to the local copy store, have it enlarged, and then you take your watercolor paper, put graphite paper over it, or make your own, and then enlarge it that way, or grid it. Mm-hmm. I mean, how many artists have gridded it? So, and then what's, yeah, what's challenging is expanding the size. So like you might have it looking just great, at a lower, um, you know, a smaller size, but then do expand it. The other thing that a lot of artists are using is um, rapid resizer. I've got a link for that somewhere, usually in some of the classes. And the problem we had with that for a long time, I used, because like teaching the online classes, I can't tell you the amount of time I have spent trying to get those sketches together for the class to be able to be successful with that. And the um, application I used isn't available anymore. I, I, the only way I could manage it was going into Photoshop and doing a whole bunch of business there. But a rapid resizer is a good way to expand your image. And you just go into that, upload your image, and say how big you want it, and it'll print it out in that way. So what, yeah. I'm, what I'm trying to basically tell you is removing those obstacles. Because like playing in your head... Another thing I'll tell you, uh, when I was where a lot of you are, is thinking about, uh, oh my gosh, I had the same dream. You know, I wanted to be a successful, recognized artist. And the reason why was because so many people told me I couldn't do it. And then I had to think about um, my limitations. And my limitations was, and we had all those issues with the groups and all that stuff, was that I was so afraid that I didn't know what the rules were. You know what? I still don't really know what a lot of the rules are. And I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) So so I'm trying to have you recognize, be more specific on where you want to go and where your potential limitations may be. Does that sound okay? Yes, it sure does. Does that help you at all? Yeah, I mean, you know, I wanted the thing about the uh, camera Lucinda uh, kind of broadened my perspective because I always felt like that was cheating, mm-hmm. and, and that I wasn't had to right. You know? But but I see from you know I I noticed from your links and stuff that a lot of artists use that, and it's I mean that would save a lot of time. Well, you're making you're you're sounding like where I was. I don't know how many years ago, twenty five or thirty years ago, of where I was, because um, I always had those again a limitation of how far I thought I could go. I was afraid that people are going to think, "Oh, I'm a fraud." Then I realized it doesn't matter what what. Um, 
what occupation you have. It doesn't matter if you're a surgeon or a lawyer or whatever. Everybody has those fears, you know, at some point. They, mm-hmm. they all have that. And those are, that's what holds us back. So whether or not you're going to overcome that. Another thing is like, oh, I'm not ready to be successful. Well, when are you ready? You know, are you going to, when are you going to be perfect? So it's like overcoming that. And um, what I was surprised is that how many artists do use those uh, or an opaque projector, an opaque projector. And so what I ended up doing is because I, 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 that isn't what I really wanted to encourage everybody to do at all. But I found that I don't want, I don't want my students to be limited. And then on my material lists, I have kits where people can go to and um, I can also show it to you, but I am building these kits where I'm trying to put information available like art supplies or even projectors. I'm not, I'm not endorsing any one particular one. I just want to make it easier for people to find whatever they want, you know? So, and then Cheap Joe's has them and Dick Blick and all those stores. So if, but my concern on that is getting too much detail. Oh. So it really depends what kind of painting you want to do. It did. It does. It's, it was, um, I, I like, I really love uh, the botanical uh, watercolors. And it's, you know, a little daunting for me to, to draw flowers. But so that's, that's an option, mm-hmm. I think. And like I said, you can always just take uh, your image and then tr- uh, enlarge it and then use that graphite paper too if you want. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, so you have things that you can remove. And uh, the most important thing is your belief system right now of what you think are the rules, it sounds like. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. And that voice. Hey, I remembered I did. I have sold some paintings. Good. About 10 years ago. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. It's time for you to return to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Thanks, Gay. Thank you. And then Georgia, let's take a look at, or let's talk to you for a second. What is your wildest dream? If you're there. I might return to Georgia. Okay, I'm going to return to Georgia and see. And then I see Bettina is driving. Holy moly. <laughs> okay. Oh, I don't know if I can unmute. Can you I can hear, hear you. I can hear you. This is crazy. We're going for a ride. Pardon? I, we're going for a ride. Yeah, I have. But I didn't. I had an appointment that I. I didn't want to miss the call. Well, so. where are we going? Oh, we're going to an appointment. Okay. So tell me, what is your wildest oh, dream? I'm coming back overlapping, but I, I would like to be, I think I would choose the word recognized in my community and recognized in my own head as an artist, um, I would also say. And then I, my more immediate goal, though, to get to that wilder goal um, is I don't know that I want to do a certain number of hours a day of painting, but I want to paint every day, and I want to learn when I am painting. I tend to be very stubborn, and I tend to just keep doing the same things over and over 
So your classes have been great, um, but I have to really struggle to like do something and then stop and say, what do I like about this? Because I tend to just say what I don't like about it. But there's usually something in it. I've noticed when you're doing your demonstrations, you're like, oh, I really like what's happening up there. And I like that over there. Um, and try to learn from what I find interesting and try to learn to replicate it. So that's kind of my immediate goal. Well, it sounds like you're in the same boat as everybody else, you know, just kind of yeah. working in the, and you know what, I, and we do need to talk because I do love seeing you in my uh, other meetings. You've been in that developing your own painting course. It's been wonderful just to work with you that way. And um, so we'll need to continue, we'll con continue that conversation. You, you know what I'm saying is like how to have you show up every week and we've talked about that and then work on your own, developing your own painting style and that that took an awful lot of work for me so it's like how to make it happen anyway we'll talk more about that so you've got uh, you're on track though so do you belong to a couple um uh, groups or a group or are you finding any reinforcement in your area you've got some great groups there you're up there in sacramento yeah and there are some groups i think i'm struggling from the same thing you were sort of describing where i feel like i'm too um i i'm not i don't feel confident enough to to really participate in them well so I have some, and I have some friends who are painters, but I, I don't know why I feel like I have to really just kind of go into my own head right now. I don't no, know. No, I, I get that too. I think uh, to get the positive uh, feedback from, well, to make connections with organizations, one way to help you is if you maybe bring cookies or a work on the committees. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that to everybody. Do you know what I mean? It's like it's just like anything. No, so, so you kind of connect more that way instead of just going to the meeting and leaving. Going to the demonstrations is a good thing if you have that in your in your area. Now you've got those wonderful organizations up there. And I know there's two of them and a great art um, center there. I can't remember actually the name of it. I did a, uh, a workshop up there. I loved it. Yeah, there's a watercolor center out. Water, I'm forgetting the name of it now too. But but I think there's one. I think there's one that's more general art. So you've got some options there. And I told and I agree with you to get into the studio and into your own space because that's how you're going to get away from trying to imitate everybody else. You're going to find your own path, and and that's what we want to do. Mm -hmm. And even like doing this, we're able to connect so you're not alone. You're not isolated. Yeah, it's huge. And your classes are the same way. It's like everybody's struggling with the same things. So. Exactly. That's why we're talking about it, because we, we're not yeah. alone. We're not alone. Okay, thank you, Bettina. Now, thank you so much for joining us today. That concludes part one of this episode, Say It Out Loud. And if you'd like to hear more of the conversation, just subscribe to the podcast, or you can always go to birgitoconnor.com online courses. So until next time, happy painting.